Welcome to the No Spin News, January 29, 2020. Fight for your freedom. So I did watch some of the impeachment stuff today. I didn't learn anything. Uh, and that's always my barometer. Am I learning anything here? And the answer was not much. But I did get some good information for you. I hate this because it's anonymous sources. But these are sources on the scene. But they're not going to allow me to use their names. But here's what's going on. So Mitch McConnell is desperately trying to convince the 53 Republican senators not to vote for witnesses. McConnell's argument is that if you do that, you allow Chuck Schumer, the minority leader, to run wild for the next four weeks. That he's not going to be reasonable in the negotiation. So they want John Bolton, we want Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Adam Schiff, the whistleblower. They're not going to give us anything. And if we do call Bolton, it's likely that President Trump will evoke executive privilege because he's the national security advisor and their conversations are protected. That would put it into the courts and elongate this whole thing for weeks, maybe months. So McConnell's argument is, look, we all know there's nothing here that would remove a president, any president, any party at any time. A phone call to Ukraine that you believe was trying to get dirt on Joe Biden isn't enough. So that's McConnell. That's what he's trying to convince all of the 53 Republicans to reject witnesses. Because if they do, there won't be, and they'll just, that'll be it. Goodbye. See you. It's over. We acquit. There are four Republicans that say, well, we might want to hear from John Bolton. Mitt Romney is the most prominent, and uh, I did some research about Romney's popularity in Utah. I'll get to that in a moment. Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, Susan Collins from Maine, and there are a few others, Portman, Ohio, and uh, the guy from Tennessee, but they're, they're persuadable. But Murkowski, Romney, and Collins, those three, if they vote for John Bolton to come in, that brings it to 50. And it's likely uh, John Roberts, Supreme Court Justice, would say, yeah, bring him in. Because this is transparency in all our business. Now, Susan Collins of Maine, she's running for re-election. She's made the calculation that her voters in that kind of liberal state would want to hear from Bolton. Murkowski, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Romney hates Trump. Now, in Utah, there are only two polls. One was taken last fall. This is by um, utahpolicy.com. Approve of Mitt Romney as a senator, 36% disapprove, 51%. Not good for Romney. But remember, Romney, he's got about four more years there. So he doesn't have to run. Um, a poll taken December 31st, 2019, approved Mitt Romney as Senator 48, disapproved 38, obviously totally opposite the other poll. This is morning console. I would say that in Utah, very conservative state, pro-Trump state, that folks are not happy with Mitt Romney. But that's an educated guess. 
You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. At Qualcomm, we believe in staying connected, and you can see us wherever 5G is helping transform telemedicine, supporting remote education, and powering mobile PCs. The Invention Age is here. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash Invention Age. All right, Donald Trump is in New Jersey last night, and um, I was going to run some sound bites, but you already heard them, right? So the Democrats, it's all a bunch of witch hunting, partisan stuff, and it is. I mean, I can't argue with the president on that. I, you know, Democrats don't do anything. A lot of people leaving the Democrats. I don't know about that, uh, but the president seems to think that's what's happening. Now, what Donald Trump's strategy is right now is kind of rope-a-dope. Remember um, the George Foreman-Muhammad Ali fight in Africa? So Ali put his hands up and let Foreman just punch, 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 and boom, 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 boom. And then all of a sudden, Foreman got exhausted, and Ali went pop and knocked him out. So during an impeachment, Donald Trump can tweet, but that's it. He can't do much else. He's smart to go out uh, to do his rallies because Fox News takes them. And therefore, you know, millions of people sees, see the rallies and they see that Trump supporters are still very adamant. They like him. Jersey is a Democrat state. He goes to South Jersey, sold out, a lot of enthusiasm. I think the Republicans feel New Jersey may be in play next November. I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't seen any internal polling, but Jersey has been a reliably Democratic state for a long time now. So Donald Trump's doing what he should do as far as his um, political strategy is concerned. He tweets. He should tweet. And you have heard me criticize the president before for tweeting nonsensical stuff. Now, I think he's smart to tweet because all this stuff gets out into the media. Oh, bombshell, bombshell, bombshell. You know, I was on Hannity today, and that's a good, um, on the radio program, that's a really good listen because he runs a collage of this bombshell business. This is what the press does. Most reporters and analysts these days don't know what they're saying. They don't know what they're doing. They're handed a script. I was, I think, the only national anchorman that wrote every word of what he said. And I still do that today, of course. But they're handed stuff. So uh, Sally is uh, the news update person. They give Sally, and Sally just bombshell, bombshell. I shouldn't know what they do. Trump is smart to counter that. But he can't do much else. He's got to wait to see how this impeachment thing plays out. I think he will invoke executive privilege if Bolton gets voted in as a witness. I think that'll happen. And that'll just elongate this thing, but it'll take some of the steam out of it. And, um, you know, earlier this week, I didn't know, um, but I think that that's what will happen. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. All right, let's begin our mail segment with George, a concierge member. Again, we are um, asking you to check out concierge membership. We believe it will enhance your life a lot. So George says, valid point about Barack Obama not helping family members financially, as Joe Biden has. However, what was Joe's worth before coming VP and today? How does that compare to Obama's worth uh, before becoming president's worth today? I don't know all the stats there because I don't get their tax returns. 
Once you're an individual citizen, you don't have to, you know, they're private. I can tell you Joe Biden never had any money until about three years ago. And Barack Obama is fabulously wealthy, and it's because of book contracts and lecture fees. All of the sitting politicians get that if they're famous, particularly presidents. So if you're president, you're going to get paid $200,000 to give a speech. You're going to get paid five to $10 million to write a book. All of them get it. It's a perk. That's what happens. Nothing wrong with that after you leave office. Tom Ryan, Spring Lake Heights, New Jersey. Bill, please answer, please help me answer this question. Why is it that whatever Donald Trump said in the presence of John Bolton is not considered secret? Well, it is. So executive privilege does apply to the National Security Advisor. And I think if it goes into court, that's what the Supreme Court will rule, but it will make the Republicans look like they're hiding something, which is what Schumer and the Democrats want. Adam Sherman, High Ridge, Missouri, wondering what, wondering how two newspapers have so much power over a political party aren't all newspapers dying. So the two newspapers are the New York Times, the Washington Post. Um, obviously, they are read by uh, the wealthy and powerful in this country, and they have each formed alliances informally with the democratic machine. And they're very powerful. Now, circulation, they're not making a lot of money. And in five years, the New York Times guy says, I don't even know if we're going to be printing. Well, yeah, the industry's on the wane. But right now, they're powerful. See you tomorrow.